Hi, and welcome back to Top Shelf Shenanigans, the podcast where two real-life best friends discuss our favorite best friend duo of Nicole Hot and Winona Earp. My name is Janie, and I'm here with my best friend, Kelly. Hey. And we are back again to discuss this chaotic duo. <laughs> I have recovered from my emotional spiral from our little mini episode. If you didn't listen to that, you're probably better off. You don't think I'm quite as crazy as I am. But they'll miss uh, so many of your feelings and your pterodactyl screechings and everything else. Yeah, but here's the thing. That's probably bound to happen again as we go further and further into these seasons. And then when we reach season four and start to really break down those episodes, um, I'm going to break down it well as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, all true. So if that's really what they're craving, they will definitely get a taste. Today we have, we are moving right along. First two episodes, we discussed all of season one, Winona and Nicole, their interactions, laid down the foundation of their friendship, started to kind of dissect that, as well as Winona's um, discovery that Nicole is, you know, interested in Waverly and her kind of process of starting to learn that and assume, uh, presumably accept it because um, she hasn't seemed to shown any sort of distaste at, at, at that idea yet. No, she honestly doesn't really seem to care one way or another right now. Yeah, at the end does. of season one, she's just kind of like, okay. Well, at the end of season one, she's just killed her sister that she thought has been dead for... True. She's she's a little busy with her own emotions. Not sleeping, binge drinking, wanting to kill more things to make herself feel better for killing a, another family member, essentially. Yeah. So that's where we're picking up here. We're going to start to see a little more of Nicole, which I'm excited about. And then we see you know, going forward, how all of the relationships evolve and from there. So that's what we're setting out to do is show you what happened in canon, break it down um, in order to defend our claim that they are best friends and soulmates and have been since the beginning. Yeah, yes. And I think any why not supporters out there feel the exact same way. I haven't really run into anybody that's like uh, casually like, I guess maybe. Yeah, I feel like people have strong feelings one way or another about it. Yeah, and I definitely wanted to kind of address that. Here we sit in the <sighs> middle of 4-2 and 4-3. Um, that's our current timestamp here. Uh, that's not what we'll be discussing today, but just in real life time, that's where we're at. 4-2 was a big episode for um, our girls which we already talked about in our mini-sode. And apparently, instead of letting us why not folks, be they romantic shippers, friendship shippers, bro-TP lovers, whatever, us why not folks, instead of letting us be jovial about it and celebrate it and feel validated, um, there has been a lot of hate going out into the fandom, which is bottom line unacceptable. If you are part of a fandom that is so... It's so connected this way. There's people all over the world that it's touched by. You are bound to run into people that have different opinions than you. That people are going to have mm -hmm. different favorite characters, favorite lines, favorite episodes, um, favorite actors. They're all, and that's the beauty of it, is, is a melting pot of such different 
people, such different walks of life, different stories, ethnicities, sexualities, beliefs, and it's all just melting together into this creative melting pot of delicious gooiness. So to see and hear any hatred in this fandom breaks my heart. I don't care if you don't like Bobo and Doc together. They're going to be together in somebody's mind, and that's absolutely fine. You want to know what you can do to avoid having to see that? Don't go looking for it. If you don't try to find what you don't like or agree with, you won't find it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, why spend time on the internet looking for stuff you don't like when you could look at stuff you do like? I know we're in the middle of the pandemic and we're all getting really, really bored and (laughs) we're trying to find new ways to entertain ourselves. That's why this podcast was born. Yes. But just this world is so ugly and full of hate already. And there's so much that we can't control about it. Why would you go and add to it? Um, So I just want to say you win. Nope. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why no, the no. wine otters <laughs> no nope, not the wind otters that's that's not what we're <laughs> they are the wine otters out there who have felt beat down berated belittled this week by certain corners of the fandoms um just know that you're not alone that we celebrate your love we love it we want to keep hearing about it we will never shut up about it so we don't want you to shut up about it for those yeah, of you who don't shut up, please don't shut up. Yeah, don't shut up. Uh, it's the only time I'm going to ask someone to probably like more than likely to not shut up. Right. <laughs> and that like make some noise about it. It now is the time to do it. And it's supposed to be a celebration and it's supposed to be fun. And the fact of the matter is when this all boils down, it's a fake world with fake exactly. characters. <laughs> it's so like, pointless for people to argue on Twitter about this shit. Yeah, and it's so pointless. Don't send death threats to people. That is, would you want somebody to tell you that they wish you were dead? Like, think about it. Before you hit send, before you put that negative energy into that, thinking it's not going to affect you at all, it's a stranger you don't know, why would you, like, ruin their day? Like, stop and think, how would you feel if somebody said this to you just because you enjoy a certain aspect of media? Exactly. Instead, go find someone who does fan art for the ship you like and leave a encouraging comment on their art instead. Yeah, go praise. I gave you something productive to do. And trust me, as somebody who creates for this fandom, I love a simple great work. Enjoyed it. Or this part made me laugh or kudos. Can't Mm. wait to see what you come up with next. It's such a simple thing. And one ounce of positivity is so much more productive than a thousand ounces of negativity, you know? Yeah, exactly. So just stop. If you don't (laughs) like it, don't go searching for it. If it happens to come across your Twitter feed, your Tumblr dash, your whatever, scroll by. It is a flick of the, you know, flick of the finger. Yeah, also... I I don't know. There's this really cool thing called blacklisting. So you can, you know, take a tag and blacklist it and then you don't see anything that has to do with that tag. Exactly. It's amazing what the Internet can do. Technology, man. Technology. (laughs) It is blowing my mind. (laughs) My sarcasm was coming off in the last little bit there, right? (laughs) It's fine. You can't contain it. I can't. (laughs) 
but honestly, it boils down to these people aren't hurting you. They're not hurt. They're they're having fun in their own little world. And as long as it's not hurting anybody, let them be. Exactly. This is where for sure we lose listeners. No, I don't know. Maybe we'll gain them because we took a stand for what we believe in. Depends. <sighs> Depends. I don't know if anybody's listening. We're screaming into the void. There's no answer, but that's fine. That's what we have to do, though. Yeah. And we're doing it together. Yeah, we have to express ourselves somehow. And instead of putting that into negative energy, (laughs) we're being productive. Maybe we're doing it wrong. Maybe we need to create like a fake Twitter account with no photo or the photo is a meme. And then we just like um, judge people for their thoughts and feelings. Uh, That's my day job. Oh, okay. Uh, Professional Twitter troll. Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't even know. Oh, it's a bank bankroll. You get paid in Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. Um, Why notters keep doing you? Wave Cedas, Windocks, Bobo Holidays, whatever those are. Uh, Jetries. Everybody. Everybody enjoy the ship that you're, um, the ship that you ship, enjoy them. Unless it's illegal or morally (laughs) wrong, enjoy it. Yes. If you it know? is illegal, no. Please stop. If it's a child and an adult, don't do it. If they're related, don't do it. If it's... Can you believe that you have to say that? In this world, 2020, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if we weren't currently... suck. It yeah. If so bad. 2020 is a real bitch. It is a bitch. Then we had the season four of this show come and light us all up and make us feel good and kind of for a minute forget that this world is as shitty as it is. And then people went and ruined it. Mm -hmm. I can't even look at Twitter right now. I actually don't think I've been on it all today. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. It makes me sad. I wish I could reach out and hug those people that are having a really hard time and getting a lot of shit. But I just want you guys to know that I love you and I appreciate you and keep doing it because it does it means more to somebody than the hate that you're getting yeah that i mean that does suck i'm not gonna say i love you because i don't know any of you well enough to say that but i i am sorry that that's happening and i wish it wasn't it's it's okay to be like i love you on like a human level (sighs) like (sighs) i'm fond of you as a human and i don't wish you any harm ew okay fine (laughs) she's just sad it's happening yeah. I mean, if they want me to drop those words, then we just need to actually be friends. So <laughs> buy her a drink first. Yes. Buy me a drink first. That's At honestly least. a drink, food. Go to Should, send me a picture of your dog or a cat oh. or any other animal that you have. Especially a lizard or a snake. Oh, yes. Reptiles. No, look at her. She's swooning. <laughs> that is that's the way to my heart. It really is. You know, and plus, who doesn't like a pet? It's going to cheer everybody up. Oh, also, I saw this on Twitter today. Okay, I lied. I look at Twitter, but usually I just scroll and scroll and scroll because it's all hate and I don't want to read it. But I did (laughs) actually see a video of Mel video chatting. I don't know if it was an interview for something, but the girl that she was talking to had the why not t-shirt. The the t-shirt, yeah. I actually have that whole interview up on a tab for on my computer right now because I want to watch it later. Yeah, see? And she says that's her favorite shirt. So we have that shirt. You yeah, bought we did. me. You bought me that shirt. 
I know. I'm really sad that it's starting. I wear it so much and wash it so much. It's starting to fade. But really just, sad. you know, why notters out there that might be feeling down? There is your validation. Mel loves you. Yeah, that's, she said it's her favorite shirt, man. It's her favorite fan fan made shirt. And she's proud of it. So that's awesome. Apparently, she also talks about Winona and Nicole's friendship. Yeah. In this interview, too, which is actually why I wanted to watch it. So, yeah, I'm trying to avoid it. All right. So we are season two, dude. Yeah, we started season two. The first two episodes, like I said, of our podcast kind of jumped really quick through season one just because there wasn't a lot of contact. But season two, we get a lot more Nicole, which I'm excited about. And I'm going to probably talk your guys' ear off again. If I get too windy, you just tell me to shut the fuck up. What if I just told you that now? Go for it. You're going to leave this podcast? <laughs> no. Are you fuck sure? No. Fuck no. You don't want to do some role reversal? Ugh, no. You if, can do it. If it's not role play, I don't, I'm out. Well, let's role play. I don't want to role play as you. That made you so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear it in your sigh. It was more like, shit, why did I start this? Yeah. <laughs> why did I make a role play joke? Yeah, why? I don't understand. We've been friends longer than that. You, you should have known better. I should have. Then I was trying to think of some sassy comment. Should, like, who are we role playing as? I'm you, you're me. I don't want to be you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> We're so fucking stupid. We're so fucking stupid. I think okay. we are radiating like Nicole and Winona drunk chaotic energy right now. We are so, yeah, it's chaotic energy. I will let you know I'm about four bottles of water in right now. So I'm a half a Red Bull in. And okay. I think that really sums up our personalities. Oh, yeah. Is okay. Is that the first Red Bull of the day, though? Because if it is, I'm impressed. No. Yes, yeah. See, this girl will make coffee, finish it, and then immediately crack open a Red Bull. And I'm like, your heart's going to explode. It's fine. No, it's not. It is. No. Episode one, season two. We left off. I think we kind of already covered it, you know, four hours ago when we first started recording. That <laughs> Winona has just killed Willa. She's in her head. She's trying to figure her own shit out. Um, Nicole is still around and now we get to see these two characters, uh, Nicole specifically grow kind of into her own more in-depth character. And then you get to see how Winona now faces a new challenge, more responsibility. Dolls is missing. Uh, he was taken by BBD. And so she's handling that. She's handling Doc. She's handling, you know, Waverly and Nicole. Like, she's got a lot to process at this moment. And little do we know, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the, the show, she's pregnant. Uh, we got a lot of, we got a shit storm to uh, just coming at us. So I'm excited. I know. There's so much that happens in this season. Uh, my favorite season, honestly. Yeah, it's it's so fucking good. It, it's so good. Uh, okay, so starting off to one, the first little bit of Winona and Nicole in the same place at the same time kind of picks up where Winona has gathered the team to go and get dolls. They're going to formulate a plan. They're in the homestead. It's her, Doc, Nicole, Waverly, and uh, Eliza. Yeah, and she just kind of brought Eliza on board, so she's introducing Eliza to everyone. Right, she went to dolls's motel room to try to get clues as to where he might be this and that and she has a panty wrestling match with eliza yes 
which is great. And I love Rachel Skarsten. Rachel Skarsten, I think is, is her last name. I'm probably butchering it. And I'm, I'm so sorry. I love you so much. Uh, wish she would have been around longer than the one episode. True. I liked Eliza's character a lot. And she's just so no nonsense. I think she would have been a really fun person to have Winona play off of. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, just their little bit of interaction was great. I mean, and Rachel's character, um, Eliza, I totally forgot the name of the character for a second. But Eliza did have great taste in underwear. Great taste. In, and I yeah, was fantastic. interested to see what she could do naked. I, I know. I mean, how dare they say something like that and then not show us? All right. So uh, Eliza's there. Winona's bringing her into the fold and using her knowledge of BD, BBD to help track down dolls. Um, I did actually notate that earlier in the episode, Nicole had left. So she wasn't at the homestead and now she's back. So it goes to assume that Winona invited her back and wanted to include her because she's now a part of the team. Yeah, yeah, because she also comes back in her actual uniform with her gun and everything. And earlier when she was at the homestead, she she just had, I think, like a sweater on. Yeah, got the under boob. That's right. Yeah, that yeah, that upset the blue sweater. Yeah, it's a good look on her. It was. And so, you know, she's going around and introducing everybody and she kind of she stops and she's like this is Nicole and but she pauses and kind of just tosses it to Waverly to kind of let her finish because I think at that point I mean kind of in my mind that was her letting Waverly be proud maybe show off it was also her way of letting Waverly know like again she's not judging her like she is whoever she is to her she's not going to label it for them but I also noted she didn't make a joke about Nicole like oh this is my bot my she could have easily been like this is my little sister's bossy narc of a cop girlfriend or something yeah what I had written down was actually she didn't want to out Waverly because if you think about it Willa Willa fucking outed Waverly yes which isn't cool but she did that and then when Winona questions girlfriend uh Waverly just said kind of so to Winona that might not be enough to be like oh Waverly's comfortable with letting everybody know this is her girlfriend so I think it it was Winona being respectful and being like hey you know I need your consent here to call Nicole your girlfriend I totally agree I think it was and the with everything going on, the fact that she had that kind of peace of mind, that thought process to let Waverly do that herself, just kind of goes to show like how much she loves her sister. And, yeah. you know, in the middle of chaos, she still wants to she still has Waverly's best interest in mind, mm-hmm. which is always beautiful. And then it goes on. Um, Nicole insists that she's in BBD and Doc, you know, he confirms. Her up. Yeah, he backs yeah. her up. He's like, yes, you were deputized. The fact that she says it so quick, like. Um, they're like officer hot and she's like agent and he's like she's like no I'm agent hot now again we've seen it a couple times already but she is very she has that desire to have the 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 acknowledgement Mm -hmm. um, for the work that she's done and the things that she's earned yeah Um, she is assertive and stands up for herself which is great Mm -hmm. and I kind of put into like we've seen like I said we've seen it a couple times and I I'm starting you know to wonder why uh you know is it because did she not get that kind of attention from her parents was no matter what she did not good enough for her parents we don't really find out until a couple episodes more 
that she has she doesn't really have a relationship with her parents Um, yeah I mean there's only been there's been little comments but it's comments enough that you're like oh her parents suck yeah and you gotta you gotta kind of wonder you know especially knowing what you know and then going back and rewatching and seeing little moments like that is it because she forever feels like she needs to prove herself to her parents to herself maybe she doesn't have the self-esteem where she believes that she's done enough to feel accomplished to celebrate herself but then again like at first uh, when we were talking about the first uh, season Winona views Nicole as somebody who's got her shit together so you you got to think she's aware of that I don't know I think there are people that just have that personality where it's just like I'm never good enough no matter how much their life is in order or like one little thing goes out of order and it's just like oh fuck now my whole life is just in disarray because of that yeah I mean she is a little she's tightly wound she is she's very tightly wound She, she likes control she does. And when she's um, out, when she's not the one in control, she does have issues with it. Yeah. And or if things aren't going um, according to protocol, to mm-hmm. rules. Or, the, to or just the plan in general. Yeah, exactly. Which is, it's such an interesting, again, a thing that makes her and Winona's uh, friendship so interesting to me. Yeah. Because you see these two characters on the surface and they look so different. But then when you start breaking them down, you realize they're for all the differences they have their base components are similar are almost identical mm-hmm. which i think we're going to discuss a little more so yeah they're discussing around the table one thing i did note is uh you know everybody's doing the crosstalk and winona goes to shut everybody up you can see she's frustrated she's worried about dolls and she goes to snap at everybody but she stops herself and i mm-hmm. think it's because in that moment she's realizing these people are all here to help. They're all on your same team. Take a breath. Work together because that's how you're going to be able to get dolls back. Which- yeah, she she's Winona is actually very much in control of her crazy chick with a gun attitude in this episode because mm-hmm. she realizes, hey, the kind of place that dolls is being held requires a very in-depth plan that needs mm-hmm. to be followed out like right. i need to be smart i need to have a plan and mm-hmm. you know not fuck this up or i'm not gonna see him again right which i think just goes to show how much she's grown already yeah for sure anything else to add about that little scene i had nothing else nope okay um so a little later on uh this is mostly this is just Nicole and Waverly. They're in the barn. Waverly tells Nicole, you know, they're not taking not taking any weapons or they have a different plan. I f- forgot exactly. And Nicole's upset that she was not, again, on the plan, even though she's part of the team. And Waverly's like, well, Winona told me not to tell you. Yeah, I think that's when um, Waverly and Winona kind of go into, I think it's Waverly's bedroom and they're talking and they kind of come up with another plan while it's just the two of them. Oh, yeah. She's trying to calm her down. Like, hey, you haven't slept. Yeah. So I think that actually no one knew except Waverly. Right. But my so do you th- why do you think why Nona didn't want to share that? Or was that an was that a conscious decision on Waverly's part, knowing that it would make her sister feel better to know that they had their own side plan if things went haywire? I think it was one of those Winona probably told her not to tell anybody because the less people that know about it, the better kind of thing. The less uh, likely someone will fuck it up. Either fuck it up because they'll they know there's no fallback plan. 
Okay. Or that's how they're thinking. Or she doesn't want them to not have confidence in the first plan and be like, oh, wait, well, why do you even have a backup plan? This should work. I think well, it I also mean, just it it limits questions as well. True. Or like faults in the plan. Like, oh, well, that plan won't work because of this. Yeah. And just lessens discussion time with the whole group when you're just talking to one other person. Right. Which there are, I mean, there are pros and cons to both things. Right. But we don't need to really dissect that. But I get, I get that. Yeah. I, I kind of wondered like why, why Noda excluded Nicole and, but I didn't, I didn't even think about that she excluded everybody else too. So that's a good point. Yeah, she did. Okay. She said fuck everybody. (laughs) Moving right along, unless you had more to add. Um, I think the only other observation I had with that is Nicole again is noticing something's off with Waverly. She does at the beginning of the episode and then in the barn, she kind of feels that again. Mm -hmm. I think she asks Waverly about it. Like, hey, are you still my Waverly? Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, and I think that's all that I had. Yeah. And again, that's she she's just so observant. Yeah. Like nothing gets past her pretty much. Unless it's completely hidden, like a secret plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't really have m- much else uh, as far as uh, Winona and Nicole together for the rest of the episode. Nicole's in the in the police cruiser acting as um, the safety get a, net. Yeah, get getaway driver. car. Safety net, so to speak. Their plan falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> Waverly tries. falls apart. Yeah, plan B. <laughs> Which the plan B jokes in the episode are fucking hilarious. Oh, I know. And so pretty much the only other kind of moment that I notated really was when BBD's making them sign the contract in blood. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, anybody else know? And Waverly quickly covers and it's like, no, no, no. Swear on our mother's grave. Yeah. And, and why not backs her up? Yeah. Why not? looks for like a split second. She's like, wait a second. Our mom's not dead. But then. I think, she, yeah, like you said, backs her up. And I think that just goes to show how connected Winona and Waverly are on a sisterly level. Is there, awesome. a part, is there a part of her that thought, yeah, I'll just agree because Waverly's saving Nicole and I don't want to upset her? Or was there a part of her that's like, oh, that was smart. Yeah, let's keep Nicole completely like out of it. I, I mean, I think it's both. Also, Winona is no narc. Yeah, that's true. She is no narc. Yeah, she's not one. But I don't know if she knew at that moment, if she realized just how serious the situation was. I mean, she signed a contract in blood. So I think that, yeah, she knows how serious it is. So and there wasn't any part of her that was like, let's include Nicole. I, I don't think so. I think they're like, there's one last person we actually can protect who right. isn't right here right now. And I don't think it's about excluding anybody or not including Nicole or, you know, whatever. I think it's about protecting her. Oh yeah. And you know, of course she doesn't, she doesn't understand. Nicole does not understand that. And she gets so upset and she's kind of a drama queen about it. She is. I will agree with that. But I think it is because she's a cop. She's used to protecting and not being protected. Yeah. And I think it's all about that. She feels excluded and like she's not going to be able to do her job as well i think that that's what bothers her right well she's not considering the fact that if she's tied to bbd now she's not going to have the advantage of being uh just purgatory pd and being able to go be you know to use her resources 
behind BBD's back to help out from the outside. She can just like fly right under the radar. Exactly. I'm just like, okay, take like two seconds to be shocked and then like think about it and you're over it. Don't be a drama Mm -hmm. queen and only kiss your girlfriend on the cheek when you see her next. Don't leave them. (laughs) You left them. I mean, they told her to if they ran out of time. I, but you know how many I times feel, they, I feel like I wouldn't have been able to do that but I to leave, to leave. yeah I yeah. don't know maybe I'm not in the, I've never been in a position like that but obviously but <laughs> I don't know I feel like Nicole's so good and valiant and righteous and loves to help that even up even if she's upset she's gonna stay to make sure they get out safely yeah it was something gonna- that was it seemed a little off with the character almost a little bit but, but, maybe but then were... again, that was the plan. So she was following the plan. So maybe it really wasn't out of character. <sighs> maybe. I don't know. They had to drum up a little bit of drama, I guess. That's yeah. I mean, I think this is what the first problem in Nicole and Waverly's relationship. Yeah. They're what? Six day old relationship. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's been long. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much that takes us to the end of that episode, right? Yep. Yeah. Anything else? My favorite quotes from that episode were when Winona told Eliza that she had great taste in underwear. And then um, again, when Eliza told Winona she should see what she can do naked. Two great ones. Yeah. Dang it. I only wrote down two two quotes and they're both from that. I didn't take anything down from episode two, but that's fine. I can say them now. I'm my <laughs> wait I don't care I like my one of my favorite quotes is when Winona's like there's 70 remnants left or I've killed however many and she's like 68 left or whatever and uh Waverly's like oh you did math oh yeah that's a great line that's just a little and then um when Waverly's uh talking her way into BBD with the head of the demon or whatever and she's talking in her british accent (laughs) and nicole's like that is the worst british accent i've ever heard and it's not funny on the surface but when you know that that's dom's real voice yes fucking hilarious yeah yeah i almost wrote that one down but then i was like oh janie's totally gonna write that one down so i'm not going to (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny and it's such smart comedy and if a little nod to the writers and mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. They know how to write comedy and they know how to write it for the fans of the show. Yeah. Which is great. Um, all right. So two, 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 two. I don't know why I saying that. So there's not a lot with two, two. Um, we pick up, there's something funky going on. With Winona, she thinks she's being haunted by Willa. Nicole's still butthurt that she <laughs> has not been produ- promoted to BBD. And she's throwing her little fit. And Waverly's like, oh, I just love to watch you work. And she's just like, I'm a professional, blah, blah, blah. Like, just being dramatic about it. I feel like they she's all- had enough time to cool off. Also, they don't communicate at all about it. Have Waverly and Nicole, like, ever sat down and had a heart-to-heart? I'm trying to actually think, like, had a very, very serious conversation. You know, I'm not sure, because we didn't get to see the serious conversation concerning Rosita. Yeah, or her uh, marriage. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's one thing that, and it's so funny because, you know, they're the main relationship or whatever in the 
even though Winona is the main character and all that, you know, obviously Waverly and Nicole have such a big fan base that they have kind of taken over the main relationship role, which is probably good for Winona. She doesn't need to be too distracted with relationships where she has everything else going on. But you would think that they would want to support their main relationship with by showing those kind of real moments. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think of one. Like, I I do like the scene with them where Nicole brings her all the paperwork Mm -hmm. and shows her support for, hey, like, this is how you figure this out. And let's do that together. Right. And it is kind of um, a white flag at that point too, kind of a peace offering because they've been having kind of issues with just not communicating and, you know, everything else. But then it goes, you know, right into the, a sex scene, even though it's just them falling onto the bed because we were right. still still uh, at, what, nine o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What um, a difference an hour makes. Woo! So many things can be done in an hour. Right? Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, I agree. What I was going to say, though, is like for them being the main relationship, you don't see that a lot. But on the other hand, I feel like Winona and Nicole have had so many more moments. They have much more emotional and in-depth conversations. Which makes them so beautiful. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. I mean, we've gotten tearful conversations. Right. We've gotten angry conversations, you know. Yeah, we've gotten, and this, you know, is something down the line, which um, we'll discuss later, but like, just, you get to see Winona opening up to Nicole the most. Yeah, in in a different way, too, than she does with anyone else. Right, and it, I think it just goes to show just how much she trusts her, and even if they are different on so many aspects, they do have that respect and that support for each other, and it just continues to grow, and I think that that's exactly what Winona need needed in her life. And they she didn't realize it. they both yeah. need it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. But she didn't realize she needed it until Nicole came along, mm-hmm. which is awesome. All right, moving right along. We keep getting sidetracked. <sighs> that no, it, it never happens. No. So Nicole's still upset. Whatever. They, like I said, they don't really have a lot going on in this episode. There's the moment in the lab where um, they're dissecting the egg. Yeah. And Winona's like, oh, is this perky attitude because you're banging a hot redhead? So, you know, she called Nicole hot, which is good. Yeah. And then she immediately listens to her little sister talk about her relationship and her feelings and what's going on, which just goes to show again that she's trying. She's accepting. Yeah, she's well, supporting. Yeah, she, she definitely is because she doesn't interrupt Waverly at all. She just lets Waverly talk. And I think that that's really important because any time that Waverly had been talking about Champ in the past season, mm-hmm. Winona had some little like quip or whatever to just immediately cut the conversation off. Yeah. And she doesn't do that at all. She's just quiet and listening. And then, you know, the fucking spider attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great scene. And- oh, I, I fucking love that scene. And I watched it for the first time with subtitles on, and I've just so much comedy in that scene, and I need to keep doing it. Always have your subtitles on. I know, I know. So, you know, that that was this little thing that I noted, too, that the Winona lets her sister talk. And we know Winona doesn't do well with the feelings, but she lets her sister talk. And I think it's just a show of support. Yeah, for sure. Moving right along, we have... Winona Interruptus. We have Winona Interruptus. 
<laughs> Nicole gets up and leaves immediately. Uh, more of, I think, she's still in a place where she is a little miffed. And she's removing herself from that situation so she doesn't have to hear them talk about BBD. Yeah, um, that was that was the first thing Winona started talking about. You could hear her through the door mentioning right. Licato and then opens the door and is still talking. And then, you know, Winona immediately apologizes. And she is like, you can tell she genuinely feels bad that she interrupted their moment. Yeah. And I because I think she, you know, they had that conversation earlier and she knows her sister is worried about her relationship with Nicole. Mm -hmm. So she does feel bad. But at the moment, she is super freaked. Yeah. (laughs) But she's genuinely she's like trying. She's like, oh, Mm -hmm. sorry. Like my bad. She didn't even make a joke. She said cool kids to Nicole. Yeah. Yeah, She had no like stupid, dumbass comment for Nicole. She honestly felt bad. Yeah. But yeah, I think Nicole just removes herself from that situation so she doesn't have to be upset about the fact that she's not included and so that they don't have to tiptoe around her. Yeah, and they don't have to like censor themselves or just stop talking about the thing because mm-hmm. I also think Nicole recognized why Nona's kind of like need to talk to Waverly at that moment. Something was going on and it was important. Right. I don't really have anything else until pretty much the end of the episode where uh... – Winona comes back home and she's like, hey, do you want to go sit with me on the porch? And Waverly's like, oh, well, you know, Nicole's up. Oh, her, and her and Nicole have made up. Yes. Um, Waverly really wants to go sit on the porch in her lingerie and sexy robe. <laughs> right. Out in the f- part where it's freezing like, cold. Winter. It's always winter. Um, but, you know, she's like, oh, cold shoulder with a warm bed. You know, just kind of <laughs> makes a joke. And again, kind of, you know. Again, I think that's just her reaching out to Waverly saying, you know, I support you. I'm glad you're feeling better. And then she's like, okay, go do all that. And she's. Yeah, (laughs) she totally encourages Waverly to go back upstairs and just she's kind of like, I'm fine. You can go back up and spend time with your girlfriend. And I think that Winona is genuinely happy that Waverly and Nicole have worked things out and made up. And I think even at this point. Nicole gains some points with Winona for not just kind of like fucking off. Yeah. Which, as we learn later down the line, was one of Winona's biggest fears. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't want Nicole to leave Waverly brokenhearted because that scene in the lab where they're talking, Waverly does say if anything ever happened to Nicole, she would just die. Right. And And so Winona is starting to realize how much Nicole does mean to Waverly. Right. And, you know, I don't, if anybody's an older sibling, they, of course, know what it's like to be like, I don't want that person to hurt my younger sister, or my younger brother. Right. And if they do, I will fuck them up. At this point, do you think so they've had their first little road bump and mm-hmm. come out of it? Uh, do you think why Nona is has a feeling that Nicole's sticking around or you think she's still kind of tentative that things will get too weird and Nicole will bounce. I think she still is a little tentative still Mm -hmm. because, you know, we know that Waverly is her world, Mm -hmm. that that's her number one thing that she cares about, uh, you know, and that's her, the one thing she wants to protect above all else. So I think that that is something that she kind of has her eye on Nicole Mm-hmm. for you know it's not just like oh okay you guys are perfect now right same wait you don't have a different opinion no no weird. i think that's so weird there i know right <laughs> <laughs> we never agree on anything 
No, I think I mean, I think it's naive to think that Winona is 100 percent trusting of Nicole at this point or anybody at this point besides Waverly. Yeah, exactly. And Winona isn't the trusting type anyway. And then, you know, bring her little sister into it. And oh, yeah, she's a total mama bear. She'll rip out your throat. Yeah, for sure. I kind of wanted to start the discussion um, and it's kind of something we'll we'll carry over throughout all the episodes as we go along because it's a running theme between with Nicole and Winona. um, And it kind of just helps cement our claim that they, you know, of why they're such best friends. But I kind of wanted to kind of start talking about uh, Winona versus Nicole. How are they so different? How are they so similar? And then kind of breaking that down, you know, their approaches to stuff, their ethics, their priority and kind of start just, open that subject up and then as we go along we can narrow it down and be like oh see remember when we talked about this it you know and Wait, so we're people not can, remember uh, i will okay because i <laughs> so won't people, remember i think uh eventually we'll be able to get to the point where it's as black and white as it is now and people can look back and be like oh yeah you're right we did see that very early on or maybe yeah. we're just gonna talk and you can cut this whole thing out yeah i mean we'll see how it goes <laughs> if we have like cohesive thoughts between the two of us and mm-hmm. it doesn't end up like the start of this episode <laughs> Jesus <laughs> so I'm gonna say something that I think they're similar I guess and you can either like agree or disagree or you can point out a difference or whatever we'll just go back and forth and see how it works that sounds good okay so similarly I think when you remove their conditions, their their childhoods, their family, everything like that. Uh, when it gets down to the core of things, Winona and Nicole both would do anything for the people that they love. I completely agree with that. They both make sacrifices, not just for Waverly, but for other people in mm-hmm. their group. But on that difference, you can you know you know you can go from that similarity to the very glaring difference of how they go about doing that. Yeah, where. Nicole became a cop. She follows rules and regulations. She always has a plan. She's always prepared. Winona, completely on the flip side, has stepped into the protector role reluctantly to begin with. And now she's kind of starting to accept it. But she says, okay, what needs to be done? And then she just kicks in the door and does whatever she does. So obviously they're different in that aspect. I think that to the heart of it is the biggest similarity is that they would do anything for the people that they love. Yeah. Exactly. And, and at this point, we don't know much about Nicole. Winona is still coming into her role, but you start to see them close those difference gaps until where we're at now in, you know, season four, where it's basically a, a ping pong battle now. <laughs> Who's going to sacrifice what to save their loved ones, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they're they're also they've learned from each other certain mm-hmm. things and they've also learned how to uh, communicate better together while still taking jabs at each other and, and whatnot but they know that the other person like they can have their full trust that that other person will do the right thing i think that that is a difference that they have right away where nicole oh she doesn't trust winona to do the right thing i think her trust comes way easier than winona's trust of anybody really? you don't you think Winona's- i think i think nicole thinks that winona's always gonna fuck it up really because i <laughs> i mean we, we were talking in 
I think the first episode, how Nicole never directly calls Winona a fuck up. I guess that's true. But so then again, I'm, I'm thinking. Contradicting myself, maybe. No, I'm just thinking to an episode in season three where she kind of she kind of digs at her. I think it's more out of frustration than actual. I don't think Nicole really sees bad in Winona. I don't think she sees bad. I that's not I guess what I mean. I I'm meaning in the way as like Nicole or Winona does just run in there and Nicole doesn't like that because Nicole in her head she's thinking about all the consequences that could come from that whether it's Winona getting hurt or you know random other people random civilians could get hurt Mm -hmm. and so I think that she doesn't trust Winona she trusts Winona to do the right thing but not to go about it the right way okay so I guess is more of what I mean yeah so it's not that the trust isn't there it's that they're just different in how they process and accomplish things yeah which you know that's an obviously glaring difference that they have yeah and, and it's again, something that they constantly are having to work through right but I mean, up until this last episode that aired in season four like they're constantly having to figure out how to communicate with each other and figure out how to work with the other person and they're getting so much better at it yeah they are and that's obviously a huge different but sit like bouncing off that difference to a similarity they both know that when it comes down to business they want to get shit done you know yeah, what i'm saying well, like and they will get it done and they do get it done and they work so well together and i think it's because without having to discuss it they both understand the seriousness of the situation that they find themselves in and they trust one another enough to work off one another and get through it whether it be planned or they're going by the seat of their pants they you know we've seen it they turn it on just like that yeah i mean they go from fighting and you're like oh my god they're not working well together to immediately someone snaps their fingers and they're like oh okay now we can work together whether we're handcuffed together or not right yeah they 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 are both very similar in that aspect where they realize when they when they realize that the situation (laughs) is serious they turn to each other effortlessly and start working through it uh, which is awesome priority wise obviously i think their priorities are different Mm -hmm. winona obviously she is so consumed with the curse protecting waverly getting her self out of this mess where Nicole's priorities are always do what's right protect everybody don't sacrifice who you are where Winona's like fuck if I have to be shady I'll be shady mm-hmm. but at the same time you don't ever really see her do something questionable no I think I mean Doc's usually the one that will do something I- questionable because he's a selfish dick yeah he usually that's what he he's more concerned about himself than anybody else and i winona is not selfish to me i think that sometimes she's perceived as being selfish Mm -hmm. but usually it's her working through something yeah and everybody's allowed to have those moments where you need to be alone or just be focused on yourself to work whatever's going on out exactly but i would never call her character selfish no and that's another similarity is her and nicole are both not selfish they're less yes 
I mean, I wouldn't call Winona completely selfless at the beginning. Oh, not at the beginning, no. She's definitely gotten to that point where obviously she's just like, you know, willing to die or to take on the burden alone Mm -hmm. so that nobody else gets hurt. And then Nicole's like that from the start, which so I think that's definitely something that Winona has seen Nicole do over and over again without expecting anything in return. And I think that that's something that she admires about her and has started to, you know, take on herself. Yeah, started to like mirror that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, Nicole's definitely been a good influence on Winona, but Winona's been an influence on Nicole, too. A good one. She's taught her. A a good one? Yeah. (laughs) I helped her unwind a little bit. Yeah, I realized I hadn't said she was a good influence. (laughs) Maybe because it's like a thousand degrees in this room. But um, yeah, she's helped her unwind. She's helped her laugh at herself, at the situation. I think she's also helped her realize that not every situation is going to have a cut and dry plan or a blueprint of how to get out of every situation. And sometimes winging it is the best plan. Yeah, I mean, they always end up having to wing it, which I'm sure drives Nicole crazy. I think she's starting to come around to the fact that when she's with Winona, it's that's how it's going to be. Yeah, especially when it's just her and Winona. You know yeah, that I mean, you can't predict the future anyway. So just get used to it, to wing yeah. it. Just go with whatever sounds like a good idea at the time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Winona hasn't got them dead up to this point, right? Close, but no. Yeah. I mean, she even did everything she could to save Nicole in the one episode. So Uh, really in a few episodes, we've seen her do a lot of crazy shit to save Nicole. Right. So she hasn't got them dead yet. So why not just trust Winona's instincts? (laughs) <laughs> Which I think actually Nicole starts to do with a lot less um, hesitancy about it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. At first, she's just like, uh, are you sure? Because my police handbook <laughs> says we should do this. Well, I also think that Nicole has probably never had a friend like Winona ever. I, like, I feel like she has not had that kind of friendship with anyone. No, no, definitely. As much as... Why Nona's never had a best friend. I don't think Nicole's ever had a best friend. Yeah, I yeah, I completely agree with that. I think Nicole had probably some somewhat close friendships, but not a best friend. Yeah. And that might just stem from she's, you know, she's very uptight and she can be hard to be around, especially if you're, you know, especially when you're younger. You don't want somebody who just follows a rule all the time and dark. Yeah. <laughs> And I think, you know, going through the police academy, it was probably all everybody was ser- as serious as her. So nobody was really look- there to make friends. Mm-hmm. So and then she moved away to a small town where she didn't know anybody. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think she's so really- they were they were just waiting for each other to become they, best friends. They were, honestly, which, you know, makes me a little emotional. I know. That's why I said that. I know, because you just want to make me cry. You're not going <laughs> to cry over that. If you cried over that, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, we would just cut it out and no one would ever know. Ugh, I would know. <laughs> You're just so disgusted. I love it. Okay. One question and then we'll stop this because it's gone on for too long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more question. In your opinion, to this point, is there a moment that you've witnessed where the other realizes that this person is a solid option in their life? Or do you think they're still just kind of coexisting because of Waverly? In my opinion, I really do think that they're kind of just still coexisting because of Waverly. Uh, I think that Winona is still unsure if Nicole's going to stick around you know, because things are starting to get a little weirder. Mm-hmm. And I think right now, Nicole is 
her main concern is her relationship with Waverly, which makes sense because mm-hmm. that's what is mainly going on. And Winona is so distracted with other things that they aren't hanging out right now. Mm-hmm. They're not having any conversations or one-on-one time. So their friendship was kind of put on the back burner a little bit. And Way Hot was brought to the forefront and along with, you know, Winona's issues with killing her sister, the stuff with dolls, stuff with Doc. You know, there's, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So I think right now, in this last in season two episode two they're still just coexisting because she's Waverly's girlfriend mm-hmm. yeah I agree with uh, a lot of what you said at this point there's not an obvious moment where for either one that they it would have to have been like a shocking moment where it just clicks for either or like oh shit this person is solid and we just we haven't seen that yet you know the trust is still shaky not yet I think I know what episode it is for me Mm -hmm. and what moment it is for me Mm -hmm. but we're not there yet yeah we're not there yet is that to say they're not peacefully cohabit- uh, coexisting for Waverly? No. Is that to say they're not friends? No, I still think they're friends. Yeah, they um, are friends. It's just, it's not their priority. And that's... There's, there's bigger stuff going on right now. Right. And, and it's kind of just that simple. Yeah, it, it really is that simple. And they both can put everything else aside and focus on what really matters. And what really matters is finding dolls to Winona to Nicole it was helping and being in BBD and now she but then she took that step and kind of realized she needs to get her head on straight and make amends with Waverly because everything else doesn't matter she still has her job she still you know enjoys what she's doing she's still kind of a part of the team she needs to right her wrong with Waverly get over her her disappointment and uh, move forward yeah so I don't think they distrust each other. I don't think they uh, have any sort of negativity towards each other. They're just focused on the bigger picture at the moment. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, I definitely agree with all that. Alrighty. <sighs> okay, do you have anything else to add? Um, No, just that, you know, this is our shit show and mm-hmm. what a shit show it was today. <laughs> Oh, God, it was a shit show, but it's our shit show. Um, And if nobody listens, that's fine. No, I just can't wait to, like, listen to us ramble for (laughs) this long while I'm editing the audio. And then, again, maybe, like, a few years down the line, we'll be on a road trip and we'll put these old things on and make fun of ourselves. Yeah, of course. That's, I mean, that's what life's all about, right? Looking back at past you and being like, oh, what an idiot. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's my life a lot of the time. I just look back on things in the past and i'm like what a fucking idiot yeah that's life yeah we're all fucking idiots every now and then. <laughs> it's true <laughs> i guess if we don't have anything more for this episode uh we'll call it a day for now as always thank you for listening to our nonsense you can find us on twitter at ts shenanigans our anchor page where we're hosting our podcast is anchor.fm forward slash top shelf shenanigans our episodes will be available on spotify the same day and then randomly throughout the week they come on to other hosting sites so just take a look out keep a lookout for those 
We like to post when new episodes are out on our Twitter, and then we will link everybody as they become available on the other sites. So keep a lookout for that as well. As always, transcripts will be available. If they're not, slide into our DMs and let us know that you'd really like to read this 14-hour ramble. (laughs) (laughs) Again, spread the love. If you see any fan art, fanfic, shops, merchandise, anything concerning our girls, slide into our DMs and let us know. Tweet us, uh, whatever the case may be and just be kind to one another. This world is hard enough as it is. So um, when you're thinking about being negative, take a step back, take a breath, put a smile on, move on and um, love each other because why not? Okay, bye. Bye. Send us pictures of your dog. Oh, yes, please. And lizards. And snakes and cats and anything else that you own that's an animal. Real animals, not something creepy, please. (laughs) Let's not make it weird. No furries. Okay, yeah, bye. No. <laughs> bye. No judgment, but bye. Good Ugh. Lord. Good that Lord. was a fucking mess. <laughs>